Welcome to the Audible Ecstasy Podcast. Each week we sit around and discuss the music from our past. Sometimes we agree. I call it iconic. It's a 10. That riff is un- it's incredible. Clearly a 10. This is one of the most iconic songs of the 80s. Um, iconic from start to finish. And sometimes we disagree. The song sounds like something you might hear at your aunt's funeral. The absolute worst lyrics ever. With the juvenile flush on that one? <laughs> I'm not dealing with that. I'm not dealing with that crap. Thank you for listening and enjoy the show. All right, we are back with another Audible Ecstasy podcast. And this time it is a bonus episode. This week it's just Chris and I. And we're going to do a quick review of the ghost show that we saw on Labor Day weekend just a couple Sundays back. And uh, we're wishing uh, Anthony a speedy recovery, guys. He is sick at home and not feeling it this week. So we will continue with the scheduled Brian Adams review next Sunday. But this week, Chris and I are going to discuss the show and what our what our thoughts were of Ghost, Mastodon, and what? Spirit Box. Chris, what do you think? I think there'll be a lot of crossover from the Brian Adams fans listening to this. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, if you're a Brian Adams fan, I guarantee you, you're a fan of Mastodon, Ghost, Spirit Box, the whole nine yards. Um, a little preface before we get started. The guys, we did pull some clips from the show in Asheville. It's a little fuzzy. It's These are cell phone recorded sounds. So you guys kind of, the quality may not be as, as good as we normally try to get it for you all. But we just wanted you to experience some of the, the live show that we were able to to see that Sunday night. And uh, well, let's start it off with uh, the band Spirit Box opened the show. And I'll be honest with you, Chris, I wasn't familiar at all with the music. I was familiar with, uh, vaguely familiar with the, the lead singer. Her name's Courtney LaPlante. And she was from a band called I Wrestled a Bear Once. And Chris, you wouldn't believe us, but we actually saw them in concert, me and you, down really? in Myrtle Beach. Yes, whenever we saw the Trivium show, I believe. Oh, wow. Were they the opening <laughs> opening act for that? Yeah. I, I think oh, it was well, them because I was like, that. I wrestled a bear once. Hmm, interesting. But yeah. and I, she may not have been with them then, but we did see that band once. Uh, nonetheless, Spirit Box did come out. Once again, I'm very unfamiliar with this stuff, just vaguely familiar with the band. I'll be honest, she come out and they, they really kicked really kick some ass. I, I thought it was a pretty pretty good show considering i came to see mastodon and ghost i know you were there for ghost uh but their set list was six songs and they rocked the entire time her vocals surprised me more than anything from the the actual being able to sing very very pretty i guess you could say into those screams i was i was very impressed what do you think yeah i tell you it kind of reminded me of a and i to my untrained ear and if there's any spirit box fans listening to this i apologize if this is an insult but to me, it kind of reminded like a mixture of Evanescence with yeah. some growl to it. You know what I mean? She would like, when she sang, and the harmonies are fantastic. I mean, oh, they, they the, harmonize really well. The guitarist or bassist, whichever one it was that was singing background yeah. vocals with her. Oh my God, dude, he was great. She's too. got a great voice. And then when it's time to kick in, she's, you know, it's like, <laughs> yeah. where'd that come from? You know, I mean, she, she did a, well, the whole band did a fantastic yeah, they job. Did great, man. I mean, they were really good. And you told me before they came on that they were kind of one of these, you know, up and coming bands that yeah. people are really starting to kind of build around. So right. That's good, man. I, I felt like uh, they put on a heck of a show. And honestly, I'd have been fine with taking a few of Mastodon's songs away and letting them sing three or four more personally. That's heresy. You need to talk, well, talk any longer. <laughs> but yeah, I, I thought they were a really good opening, opening act as far as that went. Well, that's fantastic. So they played for what? 
maybe 30 to 40 minutes. It wasn't super long at all. Yeah, it's probably, probably 30 minutes. Yeah. And then Mastodon came on, which is a band that I'm huge, huge fan of. Very familiar with their music. Uh, they played a... The prim- the primary set was mostly from their new album. I think they dropped, what, six or seven, five songs off the new album, a couple from Blood Mountain. Um, the set list I thought was great. I know, Chris, it wasn't for you, but uh, and, and my wife, she, yeah. I think she's only familiar with a couple tunes because I used to beat her with the uh, Crack the Sky album way back in the day. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I thought they, they came out with Pain with an Anchor. Bron Draw, uh, Daler, the drummer, my God, dude. His vo- his voice is great. Uh, he's a surprise vocalist there. All three guys uh, that sang sounded fantastic. The band sounded great. Um, man, and I think they played roughly an hour. Is that right? I mean, does it sound right, Chris? Uh, it might have been a little more than an hour. I would have about 13 it, it songs, been, something like that. They played 11 songs, and uh, I mean – some of my favorites, obviously, yeah, Crystal Skull was great. Megalodon hour. was awesome. Yeah, I would Mother say Puncher hour and a half, maybe. Yeah. No, I don't think they played it long, but it was it was still solid. Great, great. And then after they, you know, they got off, it took uh, the the Mastodon guys to clear off the stage. It took them about fifteen minutes, right? And then Ghost set theirs up while that was going on, and then Ghost came on, and that was the show we were basically there to see. Uh, I know my wife was with us. She's a huge fan. I know you. This is your first experience of. Of Ghost, my first experience of seeing Ghost live. Been a fan for years, but just never saw them live. And they, they come call, out. They call it a ritual, I believe. That's what they the call ritual. It. Yes, <laughs> we we saw a ritual. That's correct. And they they came out. Uh, I thought it was an absolute fantastic uh, show. Fantastic set list. I know this is where we pulled the clips. I know Chris, you did you pull Casarian? Is that correct? The opening track. I have three clips to play. Okay. And I will throw a caveat. The, I found a guy on YouTube. A uh, fellow's name is Yup Sure. If he happens to hear this, I appreciate you loaning your clips, even though you didn't give permission. <laughs> but you're stealing. Well, not stealing, but he's he was recording from Ghost anyway, so it's like he's taking music right, off there. Right, right. It's kind of the way I looked at it, or she, regardless. Um, right, right. Yeah, and that was in Trenton, that show was. But it was pretty good sound quality, so I thought, you know what? Uh, I was having a hard time finding, you know, a lot of these <laughs> YouTube clips you find, uh, there's people singing in the background because, you know, oh, everybody's yeah. singing along at a show and stuff. And it's like, man, it's, I don't really want to post that. So, uh, yeah, I, I've got uh, Kassarian. I can go ahead and play it now if you want. I mean, this is how they open the show. Yeah, absolutely. Um, go ahead and, yeah. and fire that thing. And again, apologize for the sound quality. We're pulling clips off of YouTube. It's not exactly what we normally do, so.
Oh, yeah. Man, what a... God, they, I mean, they came out on fire. Let's face it. That song absolutely got the crowd pumped up. I know that, uh, I mean, everybody was singing along, having a great, great time during this opening uh, track. What were, your, what were your thoughts of the opening song? I mean, it's not the one I would have picked for an opening track, but, man, it, it fired them up. Well, you know, it's off a new album, and I think... Uh, I don't know if we're going to call him Papa or Tobias, but we'll go with Papa. I guess we'll keep it in character. Emeritus, uh, yeah. <laughs> he, uh, Papa, uh, you know, I think they wanted to play a lot of songs off the new album. I mean, that's what they're touring on. And it's sure. one of the better songs on that new album as far as that goes. It felt like a pretty solid opener. Uh, I like the way we were kind of sitting on the side of the stage so we could see. By the way, I want to backtrack just, I'll tell you what, we can finish this, but I do want to backtrack okay. to something. Uh, yeah. They, uh, so we were kind of on the side of the stage. So we could kind of see everything that was going on. They had a curtain that, that was across the front, but we could actually see everybody getting in place Behind, before this, yeah. you know, and starting. I mean, it was dark, but you could see all the ghouls back there running around and stuff. So that was kind of, it's like a peek behind the curtain. You know what I mean? <laughs> see see oh, yeah. how, see how everything was done before the show started. But, uh, yeah, and you know they just kind of put like a, a light just sticking out, and you could see the ghouls playing the guitar, you know, intro there, and dropped a curtain and just started rocking. So it was it's a cool way to start the show. What I did want to kind of mention was before they came on, they had some of the funniest bumper music I think I've ever heard in my life. Oh my god! It's all these like uh, I don't know. It sounds like these boys choirs singing these hymns. And- <laughs> <laughs> some yeah, you'd hear like in, ritualistic yeah some cathedral over and uh, i don't know man it was it was uh, i mean it's, uh, there's some names here on the set list uh carla oh gosh i can't I'm clara sure stognor yeah and then misery medias <laughs> it's just like <laughs> gregorian chant type stuff i don't know it was really yeah. interesting and it played for about 20 minutes right jimmy i mean it wasn't just like a <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> it was going on basically the whole time they were setting up the stage um yeah it's yeah, they, it's interesting to say the least but uh i guess uh papa needed some mood music before he started rocking i guess so yeah got getting wake woke up and uh, ready to rock all right so they went from casserion to rats and i know did you pull one for rats too? I, I pulled one for rats yeah, as I well. we don't have Go like ahead. 20 songs here <laughs> yeah, we're, we're not gonna pull all a handful like but rats is a, a yeah, crowd favorite it. so we figured we'd go ahead and pull that yeah one. it's here. one of my favorites so hit that you. Yeah, man. Rats is one of those songs that absolutely 
gets the crowd into it. I mean, and you remember in Asheville, the crowd was literally louder than the speakers. Oh, yeah. It was massive. It was yeah. it was awesome. It was a great experience. I mean, and when you can hear the fans singing louder than you can hear Tobias or, or Papa singing, it was killer, man. And it yeah. kind of one of those experiences where it kind of gives you chills. You're like, good Lord, this is there is a lot of passion in here for Ghost. And it was, man, it was just killer, killer, yeah. killer. Yeah. You know, I was a little surprised of how young the demographic skewed there. Oh, yeah. I, f- I think it has something to do with that Mariana Cross getting popular again because of Stranger Things uh, and all these kind of young kids, which is, you know what, man, whatever it takes to get people into music. Um, you know, they probably weren't aware of all the harder stuff that, because <laughs> that's a pretty, uh, pretty soft song as far as that goes. But I mean, not lyrically, but musically as far as that goes right right, uh, right. but you know I, th- I thought yeah it was uh, it was cool to see the younger generation you know i like in this music to kind of how we viewed maybe white zombie back in the day or uh maybe even alice cooper going back a little further than that oh yeah uh you know what i mean it's kind of got like that uh, shock rock value e- exactly i think that's kind of yeah. the whole purpose behind it and uh it's good to see like the younger generation getting into this kind of music so no, I, I I agree to an extent. I feel like the times have just changed, man. You know, there were it wasn't just young. There was a great mixture of old and young. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, my yeah. God, Chris, in the row we were sitting in, we had a grandmother sitting beside us. <laughs> I could straight that. up. I mean, she was every bit. If she wasn't sixty five or older, she wasn't a day old. They're by herself. I mean, I could not. And by that herself, out. yeah. Sat so, down I mean, the whole time doing something. her needlepoint. I think there, man. Yeah, well, <laughs> she never stood up once. <laughs> she was there to rock out with little ghost. But uh, you know what, man? That just goes to show. And I saw a ton of older folks. I saw people yeah. our age, and obviously a ton of kids there. Um, and you know, everybody was there expressing their love for this band and. Quite experience, quite the experience. So Ghost goes from Rats into Faith, which is an absolutely fantastic song as well. I think that mm-hmm. the set list was pretty much rocking at that point. Uh, and was it Faith? What album that come off of, Chris? Is that off of uh, oh, the gosh. previous record? You know, prequel? I'm I'm becoming a fan, but I can't say prequel. I know all the album titles yet. So <clears> if it's I know off the, prequel, yeah. And it follows the album tracks exactly. It's like Rats into. Faith, just like it is on the yeah, album. Yeah, and Faith so are on the same, same album, <clears throat> correct. Yeah. 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 Uh, and then, of course, they go from Faith into Spillways. And, yeah. and Spillways, man, that's, that's a great song as well. And that is the third track off the new album. That's a solid song. Now, I didn't see as much crowd reaction during this song. Maybe it's because it's newer. I mean, you noticed that, right? The, the change in time. You know, I did, but did you? Okay, we, we can't let leave this unspoken. And I don't know if it was just the show we went to or if he's been doing this the whole show. He comes out and says... Uh, Here's a song that we're releasing in on a new album. Oh, yeah. We've got a new album coming out in what do you say, March or in something? In March, yeah. And, and uh, it, it's like me and Jimmy kind of looked at each other because we knew, you know, you you see what the set list is. You know, you kind of follow along with what he's going to play. And right. I was like, hmm, I wonder what <laughs> what that even means. I don't, I don't, still didn't quite understand that. Did you, man? He, like, he basically, I don't know if he just had a faux pas and said, yeah, we're releasing this six, in six months or something. When in reality, it was six months ago when they released it, but uh, I, 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 <laughs> I didn't get that. I, um, I think they there might be a, a single they're releasing, like an EP, possibly. Yeah, but, maybe like that's going to be on it. I, I don't know. I don't know. 
But uh, yeah, man, I I did not know either. But hey, we we laughed about it. Like what? Well, you know, whatever. I mean, I hope they release something new in March. That'd be fantastic. But I I don't see that happening. To be honest with you, I mean, I I will say this. Uh, I've seen some Reddit chatter amongst the fan base. Uh, They there is some speculation they're getting ready to kill off Papa because you know they have, and I guess Papa Five arise from the ashes. So there may be some sort of release with some mixes this i don't know i mean it's possible something comes out around that time i don't know uh probably not i think he was just mis- maybe you know his english in his first language maybe he just misspoke on that or something that's possible i i don't know but, all right uh, well maybe who knows man but uh so that, that song absolutely rocks once again it, t- i think it's a good song yeah, it's, one, it on it's one of my favorites um, on that new album i, I like it a lot yeah I mean, honestly, the new album, the new album's growing on me as well. So they go from what spillways into Devil Church, and that's had that guitar duel at the end of that, which I mean, or at the beginning of that, which was great. Um, yeah. And that Devil Church, it came off of Melioria, right? Uh, if I'm not mistaken, and so. that song once again rocks. It's a it's a great great follow up to Spillways, but the song that really rocks is the next one they go into, and I know. The pronunciation is weird on this one. I know some people pronounce it Cerise, and some people call it Kariki because of Greek or Hebrew terminology. I don't know. I, I don't know how to say it. I always way. call it Cerise, too. But uh, my pronunciation was called out on uh, just recording some videos I saw. But my oh, God, really? you guys are a fan of ghosts. Well, not necessarily <laughs> called out. But I was watching videos, and the guy was pronouncing it different. I was like, what? We'll just so who Cerise knows, man? I call here. it Cerise. And that song absolutely destroys, and it's a great, great tune. It's one of my favorite. Obviously, it's a fan favorite as well. It's one of my favorite songs by him. Um, one I mean, of the best, think? for sure. I mean, yeah, absolutely. Good Lord, yeah. I've always gotten a Metallica feel from that song. I don't know why. Just the way the down-tuned guitars and the, just the way the – I don't know, everything. Everything about it, man. Of course, the only difference is, you know, Papa doesn't sound anything like Hetfield, but, I mean, right. vocally-wise, but it, it feels that way. I want to say it's it's kind of coincidental. I went back because you know we reviewed the album that was on in uh, January. Yeah, and I'd never listened to Ghost before. It was my first introduction to these guys, and I was a little hesitant because I was like, "Gosh, do I want to go back and listen to this?" Because I didn't know anything about Ghost at the time, and I may have like inadvertently had some bad takes. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right, right. Because you listen to something for a week, you don't always know if you're if you're spot on with that. Uh, I gave out a nine. It was my favorite song on the album back then. So the, oh, I, yeah. I feel good about that one anyway. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Definitely. Yeah. All right. So they close out that track and they go into Hunter's Moon. Another Great newer song. song. Yeah. Fantastic song. Oh, my God. That was that was perfect. Uh, perfect flow. And f- from Hunter's Moon, they go into, honestly, the song that I discovered when I discovered Ghost, which was ritual and um man I, I got a clip from that one from the Asheville show once again audio quality may not be great but man this is cell phone audio and that's that's just the way it is and um here we go
Now that was a taste of ritual. And I thought, man, like I said, this is the album. I discovered him on this album and was a fan from day one, probably because of the image, probably because, you know what? James Hetfield touted these guys as just incredible back in those days. And you saw him in various interviews wearing ghost attire, if you will. And I was just like, man, if Hetfield likes these guys, they got to be somewhat good. And then sure enough, I was like, well, this is not as heavy as I thought it would be because you kind of expect him to listen to some, some heavy metal. Turned out it wasn't that heavy. Something I enjoyed. Something that was had like a dark message to it, obviously, with their lyrical content. But man... I thought it was a fantastic album. Of course, playing this made me smile because I love hearing some stuff from the first record. Uh, what did you think about Ritual Live? Oh, it was fantastic, man. They, they kind of went into a, a from here for there's a little break. They they do call me a little sunshine, but a lot of the yep. older music is kind of in this part of the set list. Oh yeah, yeah, and, yeah. I thought it was really good. I will say they they picked up. Uh, well, I just talk about it now because we don't really have any yeah, yeah, cause we flow know to this. The next song was, yeah, yeah. The next <laughs> but, song was "Call Me Little Sunshine," but then they go into the but, con. But the one thing that the one I won't say bone to pick, but you know, we were looking at the set lists before, kind of anticipating what would be on this set list, and they did a European tour, tour back, uh, I guess, in the spring, and uh, it was pretty similar to this, but they did drop from the from the pinnacle to the pit. And they picked up, was it Prime Mover or something? No, like no, that? they picked up Con Clavy. Okay. I was like, yeah, really? I mean, Pinnacle of the Pit's one of their best songs, man. I really hated to see them it drop is. that off the set list. It is a great but, song. Uh, you know, is what it is. Uh, yeah, well, think about it, though. Both songs are bass driven very heavily. So no, that's true. And, that's true. Yeah. And I get it. You know, they got to mix it up a little bit to kind of keep it fresh because maybe they just don't want that stale set list floating around i mean they're not yeah. mixing up like a dave matthews band or something like that but they are <laughs> changing, every night something changing up, yeah not, like yeah. metallica changes every night now but uh yeah they're not they're not changing it up that much but they did they did move some music around to to accommodate that and i thought you know obviously being from the first album once again i was i was pleasantly surprised to see it and uh and then from there they go from that into prime mover which honestly man that's a dark dark song and it rocked <laughs> Good Lord. I mean, that is a, that's another one that is just from the first album that that's absolutely a, a great tune. And I, I know that your familiarity with some fans probably jumped on board much later in Ghost's career after the second album, probably more so than the first album. Um, but man, holy smokes. I thought that was just a fantastic midsection of the show. Yeah. And then they go into Watcher in the Sky. Man, Chris, hit that one.
yet another fan favorite. They came out, basically destroyed the audience with this one. It was fantastic, fantastic version of this song. What do you think? I think it's my favorite song on the new album. I love the the guitar riffs on that, the way they kind of bounce off each other. Uh, I love that solo, by the way. I've always been a fan of that. But I just like the opening riff in that song. I mean, you you can tell it's just going to rock as soon as it kicks in, you know. Right, Uh, right. Yeah, and it did not disappoint live. It, it was it was a really good tune live there. So, all right. So they go into like a little bit of an interlude. They they play the uh, spoke sonnet interlude, if you will, in between mm-hmm. "Watcher in the Sky" and the next song, which is "Year Zero." The only song represented from their sec- second album. What's it called? Infantesium or something to that nature. I, I can't even pronounce sounds, it. It's <laughs> a weird right. <laughs> weird name. Um, it's it's actually a great song. It's it's oh, probably yeah. it's not my favorite one on that album, which was uh, which is weird. But that's a it's still a great great tune. And then they go into uh, what well, I call the crowd slow pleaser. Down. Slow a bit, slow down a little bit there, man. You're, you're <laughs> rushing through too much. Ah, well, you know, I, I know that. Did I mean? Did you I, think Year Zero was a? I thought it was a standout for the show. I loved. I thought I thought he sounded great. The whole chant, the way the the crowd was chanting it. It's the only song they had those flamethrowers that they shot throughout the whole song, too. Ah. And it just created this kind of like red glow over the stage. It just looked so evil. It was it was exactly what it needed to be. I think well, he had a costume change for that song, if I'm not mistaken. He did. He uh, did, yeah. Yeah, I thought that was one of the... I, I actually, I wasn't super familiar with the song. I'd heard it a few times. But I was. I walked away thinking, damn, they absolutely rocked that song. I thought it was a great live tune. That is fantastic. Yeah. Now we're going to return to the album Meloria here with the next song they played, which is, like I said, it's a crowd favorite. It's He Is and nothing less than stellar performance of this song. Not one of my favorite tracks by him because I'm not, I'm not a guy of the slower stuff, but man, you know what? They killed it. Killed yeah. it. I, I got to say, uh, and I was listening back to the, <laughs> the podcast that we did. Me and you are both kind of critical of that song. Uh I didn't know the history of that song when I was critical of it. And after some research, he's uh, that song's about a, some kind of like a grifter pastor out in Los Angeles back in the 60s. One of these, uh, uh, what do they call these guys? Like, a, you know, more like a cult leader kind of thing, really. Kind of like a, right. who, who was kind of like ripping people off. And it was it was talking more about that guy. And as a matter of fact, there, there are places if you freeze the, the video... I wish I I should have written the guys. We we threw this together fast, everybody. <laughs> I yeah, that's really this morning. Scatterbrain, yeah. but uh, there the, the, you can actually freeze it in a couple of places in that video, and you'll, there'll be like a picture of the guy that they're talking about in the in the video. Uh, so I was a little un, uh, maybe <laughs> a little overly critical of it. So I don't know. I did. You know what? It is a good song. It's just it's not one of my favorite ones. However, I get it. I understand why it's popular. I mean, it's it's a fantastic song. It's just. Yeah. Just not one of my favorites off that. And that album is full of great, great tunes. I mean, obviously mm-hmm. we reviewed that one. So, um, from he is they go to uh, Miasma, which is yes. another one. It's from Prequel, and uh, holy moly, that song was killer. Loved it, killer live. I loved how they brought the grandpapa out there in, in a glass right. coffin and shocked him back to life <laughs> to do the. <laughs> the sax sax solo. solo yeah <laughs> yeah that, that would have been the one part my my daughter would have loved she's a oh, yeah. saxophone fan and yeah my wife took pictures and videoed that for her to see so yeah it's freaking <laughs> hilarious oh my god yeah once again it's it's a great tune and it was fun to see that experience that one live um now from miasma they go to mary on a cross 
And as we all know, very popular song with the kids, I guess you could say right now. <laughs> it is, yes. And they do this song justice live. Holy right. smokes. Killer. Killer live performance. I mean, I mean, obviously everybody was singing along, Chris. It was definitely a crowd favorite. I think I think a whole lot of people were there just to see that song, honestly. Well, I mean, I was some. There were some. Uh, yeah, yeah. There's definitely a lot of people there to see that song, it, and it was it was great, man. I I enjoyed it, and uh, heck, once again, it's not one of my favorite songs, but it's a great song. I mean, just a killer tune, and and of course, when they close that one out, they go into Mummy Dust, and this was hilarious. <laughs> oh my god, dude! First of all, it, it's it's a great song. It, once again, not one of my favorites, but it's a great song, and the theatrics on this one were stellar. Oh, yeah. I mean, it was great because they had the cannons go off at this one. You remember when he said you know, the mummy dust part and, yeah. and blew out the money and the sparkles and all the confetti and stuff? But uh, good lord, yeah, he he has some uh, some of his uh, money that he you know that, that there's actual like currency that. <laughs> I don't know if you can use it for anything other than a prop, but like it's, I've seen these the people online grabbing. If you're out in the pit, you can maybe snag some little mummy bucks there, or whatever, whatever yeah. they call those yeah. things. <laughs> Man, that's hilarious. It was hilarious, but nonetheless. And um, did they walk off the stage after this one, or was it the next song they walked off the stage? Because they left and then came back. Yeah, I think, I think yeah. They, no. They they closed with the next song, didn't they? And then they came back and played yeah. the final. But he never really I, left the stage. Well, the band yeah, never they, really left the stage. He went. The band back didn't leave the stage. Took a slight yeah. break, but uh, but they went into uh, Dance Macabre, which fantastic song. Holy oh, yeah. smokes! I mean, that one's another one from a prequel that it was killer. It was awesome to see that live, and it's one of my favorite songs off that album as well. I mean, that album's full of hits. You know, we is. honestly probably need to review that at some point in time. But uh, yeah, I mean, what do you think about dance? Oh, it's great. It's you know, it's it's a poppy song. It, it definitely it is a, a band that you know they, these guys can absolutely rock. Sometimes it's not fair to to call them like a pop rock band. They're not that way at all. <laughs> but they do have some poppy stuff, and this is definitely on the pop end of things. Good lord! All right, so this is the fun part. They, they come back out after they've taken like a brief couple minute hiatus, and they they going to close with Square, Square Hammer. And something I learned, Chris, and you may not even realize this, they wrote this song in between albums, and it was written to be an opening track because they wanted to get something to fire the crowds up with. Oh, Did okay. you know that? I, I could hear yeah, this being yeah, an opening I, track. Yeah. And then, of course, now it has. Well, you know, I've watched older clips from from uh, I don't know several tours back, probably like five six years ago, and yeah. they don't close with this in those shows. There, it's uh, you know early in the set, so. Oh, yeah. 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 Well, I went back and looked at the openings and, of course, a bunch of shows they opened with. And it's it's just fantastic. I mean, it's it's perfect to open or close. I mean, you can't go wrong with this choice. I do have the uh, the audio version of this from Asheville. I'm going to go ahead and play that. It's a little long because he has a little bit of a rant at the beginning. So there's really no music, <laughs> but it's funny. All right. Prepare your ears, kids.
right, man. That was – I mean, it's it's a killer song to close with. Fans screaming along, yelling along, cheering along. It was it was great. Uh, I'm not sure if he liked Asheville at the end because he gave him the F-bomb twice. <laughs> I think he does it every show. It's, it's he probably does, man. But, I will yeah, say, uh, you know, on their Twitter page, they'll a lot of times thank the children of wherever they were. Uh, I never saw a thank you to the children of North Carolina, <laughs> so I don't know. <laughs> Maybe he doesn't like Asheville. I don't, I don't, I, I don't know, man. I don't know. I, I thought we gave him a worthy welcome. And I think we were the only sellout of the tour so far, too, so you'd think we'd at least garner a thank you. I don't know, man. All right, no kidding. No kidding. <laughs> anyway. Maybe he, gets that, on, he needs to get on some intern about that, I got a feeling. Okay, no kidding, right? He just might write him up some notes. Oh, my God. <laughs> I hope. Uh, I do hope they come back. They are absolutely worthy of seeing. If you're a fan of dark rock, goth rock, whatever you want to call it, uh, I know one of our good friends, Jesse, rock. who's been on the show. Yeah, yeah, he compares them to Blue Oyster Cult. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, I love it. I love it. Uh, fantastic show. Uh, you know, you take the message with a grain of salt. I get it. They they play off of the uh, the darkness and the evil and the, and the Satanism and whatever. But uh, I mean. Ultimately, they're here for a show. They and they're put on showing, a heck of a show. They really do. Fantastic. Like, they put on a show, if that's what you come to see. I mean, it's not just the music. It's the entire stage production. Everything's fantastic. Yeah. They've come a long way in the, what, 14 years they've been doing it. I mean, my gosh, guys. Fantastic show. And, and I certainly would think that if you are a fan or a borderline fan, you need to go ahead and experience this live. I, w- I will say uh, before we close it too that uh, that merch stand may have been the most crazy merch merch stand I've ever oh, stood in line crap, for. Dude. Uh, yeah, Ghost is known for their merchandise, and they they have some amazing artwork that they put on their shirts and any kind of thing, stickers, whatever. I mean, posters, whatever you oh, want yeah, to buy. Flags, you know? my god. Yeah, I mean, it's and backpacks it, and. It, People get in line fast for that because I think there was only one merch table, if I'm not mistaken, and it was in Nashville. Yeah, people were afraid probably it was gonna, you know, their size and stuff. Because I, I heard them talking about one shirt, and we were there fairly early. Uh, it was already just extra small is all they had left in it. So like, I mean, <laughs> you know, it goes. I think they obviously we saw them early in the tour, but I think they a lot a certain number of you know at larges, extra large per whatever, show. Per right. show, they're not right. gonna like blow through all the the good sizes and just leave nothing but weird sizes at the end so yeah you know very true very but true. but it was uh and, and on top of that even though there's some you know i don't want to say scary but uh, you know odd looking people at some of these shows the way everybody dresses and everything everybody's friendly as they can be you know i mean oh, it's God, yeah. that that's the thing that uh you know our our wife or my wife and a couple of other friends of ours that uh, did not go but they kind of dropped us off at the arena and um uh, they were looking at the crowd and they're like, Oh my God, look at these. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There is a bit of a shock, a culture shock. If you will, when you see yeah. those, things. a lot of people, you know it's kind of like Halloween. A lot of people get dressed up. You see a lot of people in costume at this show, which is cool. I think it's great. So yeah, dude, supporting. I mean, it's like going to a kiss show. You see people mm-hmm. face paint on. Mm-hmm. I mean, it is what it is. Most I definitely. get it. These folks, you had people dressed up as nuns, people dressed up as Papa, uh, ghouls. I mean, it was, it's just an experience. I think it's all about how you want to have fun and, and kind of for a night out, you know, don't get me wrong. I'm, 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 be, I'm, a, I'm a little bit too old for the face painting and the, uh, <laughs> and the outfit wearing, but I'll rock out in a, uh, you know, a, a ghost shirt or a, you know, metal shirt, whatever I wear. And I don't care to represent that, but you know, 
but I did enjoy it, man. Everybody's nice. My God, the people behind us and the people in front of us in line when yeah. we were at the merch booth, they were great. They're like, they're worried about missing the show, <laughs> missing part of the show. I'm like, I, I think we're going to make it, but uh, we'll see. Well, no, the uh, people who were pretty far behind us did not catch the opening act. There's no way. Oh, no, so, God, yeah. no. But the people right behind us, they were younger and they were like, you think we'll get through here before the show starts? I'm like, yeah, I think we're good. We had like 20 minutes at that point. Mm-hmm. Of course, we got up there and it was like six minutes till. Right, right. <laughs> oh, my God. We made it back. It was, it was, it was worth it. Awesome. Holy smokes. Well, man, that, folks, uh, that was the basically a quick review rundown of the ghost show in Asheville, North Carolina, uh, back a couple of weeks ago on uh, September the 4th of this year. And once again, couldn't recommend it high, highly enough for you folks to check that out if you're a fan of, you know, rock in general. Mm-hmm. Uh, fantastic show. Chris, any final thoughts on this one? Yeah, I mean, I'll say that uh, I enjoyed it uh, more than I thought I would. Uh, I really did once I got in there. Uh, you know, I, I'd kind of seen some clips. I, I'm I, I'm one of these people. I need to know what's going to happen before it happens. I'm that way with TV shows. I'll go out and look for spoilers, whatever. It doesn't matter. So I'd kind of seen some clips about this show. I kind of knew the set list going in. But to, to actually experience it in person, it's on a different level. It is. And and. Uh, Tobias goes out of his way to make sure everybody in that arena is thoroughly entertained and the stage yeah. presentation again fantastic they really do a great job uh, something you didn't really mention is kind of the way that the ghouls play off each other you know when they have their solos oh, yeah. and stuff and you know one side they'll have their crowd cheering for the, the guy with the black guitar and then on the on the flip side, oh, yeah. <laughs> that was the dueling guitar thing. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's really, great. it's like a, it's fun. It's just a fun show to go to. So yeah, they, they, they did a great job. Yeah, that was so fantastic. Well, man, I, I know I'm glad you enjoyed it. I, I knew, I knew Crystal, my wife was going to enjoy it because she's a fan of these guys and, uh, I had a blast. I absolutely had a blast. I, it makes me regret not seeing them the previous two times they were in Asheville I, to an extent. I must, you know, I think the previous times they weren't here on the weekend, so it kind of made it a little bit yeah. tougher for us. Cause, you know, it's an hour and a half, uh, hour and a half, two hour drive down there, parking and getting home. But uh, man, I'll be honest with you, after seeing it tonight, I would probably, <laughs> I'd see them during the week right now just to just to see them again. Cause fantastic show. I'm, I'm definitely in for another one if they come back around for the next album, next agreed. EP, whatever they do. Yeah, agreed. And I got a feeling these this tour they're on, they're kind of playing some odd places. I've noticed they're not really hitting large cities; they're hitting kind Arenas, of like medium sized yeah. markets. Uh, so I, I've got a feeling, especially with this whole <laughs> boost with the Mariana Cross fan base, they uh, they may actually start playing like larger uh, cities and larger arenas. At that point, we you know Asheville is pretty convenient for us. We don't have to drive that far. Uh, the next time might be like in Charlotte or something. I don't know, it's, which is yeah, uh, it's double the drive for us. So, but it it's is, worth it, it to see a good band. So. Oh yeah, and maybe we can get Anthony to meet us on that one because I mean, yeah. heck, that's that's his neck of the woods. You know, at least within a couple hours drive or a few hours drive for him as well. So, yep. nonetheless, um, Anthony, if you're listening, we're hoping you're feeling better, brother, because yep. I know it it sucks being sick. You guys know I was out when I was sick. When I when I had the COVID, I guess I was out. I was I was down for the count. Uh, but uh, we actually, want you to get better. You actually joined the podcast that episode. You just didn't have a lot to say. Did I really? <laughs> you oh, did. man. I, I, I went back and, and I, I know. listened to it. Yeah. God, I must We kind of drove the bus, and you just kind of chimed yeah, in occasionally. Kinda. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. Nonetheless, we want him better. We'll return next week. Brian Adams, for those ghost fans out there that <laughs> want to hear some Brian Adams. <laughs> uh, unlike, unlike me. Very similar. Sorry, anyway. Music there, right? <laughs>
<laughs> We're going to close this thing out for the Audible Ecstasy podcast. This is Jimmy. This is Chris. And that was Ghost. Ghost.